The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Uh, yes, this is the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 248. Well, I'm fresh off after seeing the Shazam movie. Yeah, I'll get into that later. But uh, I guess we got to deal with some news tidbits here. Yeah, we got to deal with the news of this constant uh, conspiracy theory by the Trump administration and his, his puppet, uh, uh, Bill Barr oh, hell no. suggesting some weird conspiracy. <laughs> Trump being spied on it. He was. I mean, he totally was. Ridiculous. I mean, You're ridiculous. when will this insanity stop? You know, I mean, come on. Oh, it'll stop when you get your asses handed to you come November next year. Oh, don't Besides, the only conspiracy theory was that $40 million two-year side circus show oh. that you had going through. Oh, every day was on. He turned out to be No, he weren't. No, no one lied to you. You just refused to see it. That's there ain't nothing to see. Show me what it is, Lemmy. Let's see it. Let's see it. Spying. Oh, goddamn, 100 percent true. Well, uh, the situation is a familiar one. Yeah. Uh, and, and this has already been covered earlier. It's funny how <laughs> people just can't seem to remember this. I remember. Uh, but in the idea that it, uh, terms don't mean what they mean, uh, here we have uh, surveillance. Now, you got to understand this involves informants. So there were informants and uh, attempts at getting people to join the Trump exactly. campaign, don't forget, who uh, just couldn't get hired. Thank but God. nonetheless, we're there to gather information, you know, data right. on, on the campaign uh, without the knowledge of said campaign and certainly not the candidate. That's right. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's what they were doing. It wasn't spying. It was what? surveillance. Spying right. would right. be sending someone in there to, you, you know, gather data yeah. and, and information mm-hmm. without the campaign and certainly not the candidate's knowledge. Right. That yeah. would be spying. But, of course, it's completely different. Yeah. I mean, anyone who thinks these are the same are the same it, people it who seem to come to this strange conclusion that uh, gross negligence is is the same thing as extreme carelessness. It is. Yeah, <laughs> I it's know, right? It's bizarre that people I would know, think those it. are the same <laughs> thing. Oh. Wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> oh you're being silly. All right. What? Oh, my God. You manipulative bastard. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of manipulative bastards, uh, a lot of anchors oh. from uh, CNN and uh, NBC and MSNBC oh, uh, did just that, uh, manipulating their audience over and over over this ridiculous oh, uh, Russian collusion story. Just stop. And, uh, boy, it all fell apart. And now they're starting no. to eat each other. Uh, boy, uh, they're r- r- kind of losing it. Uh, they, they thought there'd be something, just something to make it seem like it was all worth look it. Harder. But, uh, well, they didn't get anything. So, anyway, no. uh, Chuck Todd of uh, NBC's uh, Meet the Press show and Chris Cuomo oh, uh, are having a little hissy fit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, apparently, uh, Cuomo uh, was going on about how uh, J- Jake Tapper is a much better reporter 
than uh, uh, Chuck Todd is, and a better host and whatnot. And uh, and Anderson Cooper is a hell of a lot more of a male than anyone on the network television. (laughs) What? Come on! What? What's that about? (laughs) What? Come on, man. He's being sort of backhanded homophobic here. Oh, come on. Towards Chuck Todd. (laughs) So, I don't know. They don't like each other. And uh, so, it's fun. To, to watch them uh, 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 attack each other yep. uh, now that everything has gone up in flames. Sure is. Uh, because they have to deal with the reality of the massive ratings drop no. once the Mueller report came out and everything they did was a fraud. No. And then their their enemy, Fox News, actually saw an increase. No. So that's really no. going to sting. And now they're <laughs> lashing out at each other. It's it's really terrible, but I don't feel sorry for any of them. Hell no. Uh, meanwhile, uh, for Chris Como to attack Chuck Todd, the being the advantage of being on a broadcast network, despite the overall decline in broadcast television, it still commands a superior uh, number in audience uh, than uh, cable does. So uh, oh, Meet the Press has a larger audience than Como will ever get. And uh, Cuomo, if his name wasn't Cuomo, would not be in that business. Uh, At least Chuck Todd worked his way through the, well, supposed profession of journalism (laughs) (laughs) to get where he is. Whereas Cuomo, well. Too kind. Yeah. So uh, that's an interesting little tidbit. Meanwhile, CNN's uh, endorsed a potential candidate for the Democratic Party nomination for uh, uh, president, what? Michael Avenatti. Oh, no, no, stop <laughs> uh, Boy, is no. he in trouble. No. And uh, the, the massive charges coming against him and how he screwed over his clients, not just the porn star, no. Yeah. Uh, quite a few of them. Uh, a guy who uh, was deathly ill, and uh, he, he took all the, the winnings from the guy's yeah, lawsuit and like spent it on his own and bought a jet and all I mean, just a well, piece of excrement, you know. Oh, no, and um, the worst thing he did was become famous. You know, he, he couldn't help it. He was so full of himself, and he got his name out there, and all this attention comes on him. Uh-huh. And all his dirty secrets are there for people to find, and he'd have been better off if he had never taken Stormy yep. Daniels' case. Dumbass. <laughs> you got to stay in the shadows when you're doing that sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, uh, goodbye, Avenatti. Uh, good riddance. Oh, so you're 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 pro staying in the shadows for criminals. That's just oh yeah, that's completely what it said. Speaking of staying in the shadows, uh, Trump is offered that will take in these uh uh, uh illegals They're not coming illegal. in at the border and crowding it and overwhelming it and everything. And he says, hey, why don't we just send them all to the sanctuary cities? Oh yeah, uh, because that's no. where. Uh, yeah. The sanctuary cities wants them in there. They're saying they want them. Stop so, it. Uh, that'd yeah. be a good no. place to place them. That, this is outrageous. Well, why is it outrageous, Lefty? Well, Don't you that... believe in sanctuary cities? Well, yes. They're havens for the marginalized, oh, abused, oppressed people. Well, then what's the problem? They can go to the uh, sanctuary city. No, no Trump's good. just doing that because he knows they're going to be forced to have to. Fight it because one, Why? his idea, well, and yeah. two, because you know, well, th- there could be problems and and, problems. and stuff oh, like God. that. What and, do you mean? And, and, and it's just uh, you know, like it's, what? There's so many people, and, but you want them. But you want them. Shut up! Yeah. Damn it! Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, them tears taste. Oh God, that just proves what a monster you are. God, just move on. There's got to be other news. Yeah, there is. 
we've got much better news stories to move on to. Besides, those were stories you've already heard. And now it's time for, of course, you guessed it. Oh, of course. Of course. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Florida man said he killed Chihuahua due to magnetic force between them. Hello. Good. I'm Mr. Nelson. A Florida man charged with killing a Chihuahua with a floor scraper told cops that there was a strong magnetic force between him and the dog. And that the dog had to go. Aaron Merwin, 27, was arrested for killing the dog named Lucky at his residence in Venice, a city outside Sarasota. Merwine, who works as a packer at Walmart, is locked up in the county jail on multiple felony charges. The dog's owners adopted the dog from Merwine's family and had brought the eight-pound canine back to the residence for a visit. A witness told cops that Merwine used the scraper to stab the chihuahua five times. Oh, my God. The scraper still had blood and the dog's fur, reported the cops, who obtained the item from a neighbor who took the scraper from Merwine. Merwine appeared under the influence of unknown intoxicants. Uh-huh. Merwine is expected to undergo a court-ordered competency evaluation in advance of his outfit with a steel beaten. blade. A broom-leak with floor scraper can be used to remove old flooring tiles and adhesive residue. Oh God! And now reduced to being a deadly weapon. Oh, Jay, that's, oh, that's just this awful. has been a Nelson I mean, you know, News bullet. As a rule, I'm, you know, against the death penalty, but in this case, I, you know, I just grow it. Uh, yeah. and, and, and I don't even want the lethal injection. No. I think it, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, beat him with, with that thing. It right? totally does. Yeah, well, well, I'm in agreement with Lefty. Oh, what? who knew? But yeah, that's what needs to be done. You can take him out some pasture somewhere and put him down and just leave him there because, you know, crows and critters got to eat tea. That's true, Red. And it's nice to think in this horrible story, it actually brought you and Lefty together. Well, let's not get crazy. Yeah, I mean, probably the only reason Lefty wants to kill this dude because Chihuahua was probably illegal. Oh, my God. That is outrageous. Oh, well, moving right along. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Everybody already knows that. Career comeback for car sex cop. What? Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. In an unlikely comeback story, a New Mexico patrolman who had been fired after being caught on camera while having sex on the hood of a car, (laughs) all in uniform as well, has risen to the rank of detective in another police agency. Bert Lopez was an officer with the state police when... In 2011, a surveillance camera captured him trysting with a woman splayed <laughs> out on the hood of a gray Honda sedan Man, parked adjacent to the county-owned ranch land oh, in geez. Santa Fe. Lopez, oh. who had been a state police officer of the year, was identified what? as the uniformed man after the Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office released <laughs> a pair of photos showing the couple in action. <laughs> and it looks like a small dog was... Also a witness. Oh, my God. Huh. No oh, word on that yet, but anyway. Terrible. Uh, Lopez, now 44, was initially placed on administrative leave while an internal affairs probe commenced 
Oh, oh good lord. Was eventually fired. Investigators concluded yeah. he had not committed yeah. a crime since no victim witness observed the daytime encounter. Oh, well, the little dog certainly Exactly, anyway, thank you. The woman in the photos was not identified. What police said that she was not connected to any of Lopez's cases. Uh-huh. Lopez was hired in mid-2015 by the sheriff's office in Valencia County, about 90 miles southwest of Santa Fe. Lopez worked as a deputy until his promotion last year to detective. He now investigates homicides and other assorted felonious activity. (laughs) Oh, yeah? No word if that felonious activity includes indecent public activity. (laughs) Lopez was eligible to seek employment with a police agency after the conclusion of a brief suspension ordered by the New Mexico Law Enforcement Academy. Uh Additionally, the state agency placed Lopez on probation for a year and directed him to complete an ethics training. According to a hearing transcript, a remorseful Lopez told board members that he was attending marriage counseling sessions with his wife and oh other my God, he was married? his behavior. Oh, Lopez's wife subsequently filed for legal separation Good and then divorce, which was finalized. Good for you, girlfriend. Good for you. Oh, my God, this is outrageous. Again, no word on whether the dog was a witness oh, in the divorce proceeding. Oh, my God. Well, you know what this is? This it, has no. been a Nelson yeah, News. Okay. It's Nelson News. There, God. You know what this is? This is white and blue. Privilege. That's what oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. where did That's you get that? Besides, what's with this white business? His name was Lopez. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Why? Uh, oh. I didn't even catch that one. Yeah. Yeah. Go in red. I'm on top of stuff like oh, that. God. Can we move on to a story that doesn't involve sexual exploitation? This is a Nelson yes. News bulletin. Naked women lead oh, God. on high-speed chase. Oh, oh yeah. I'm Mr. Woo. Nelson. Three naked women fresh from showering in the rest area told cops they were air-drying in public when spotted by a witness who called 911, precipitating high-speed chases that resulted in the trio's arrest on multiple felony charges. The witness, cops say, reported that the women were at an Interstate 75 rest stop and that all of them we're standing in the nude, putting on <laughs> suntan lotion. Uh, when a Florida boy. Highway Patrol trooper arrived at the rest stop, the naked women explained that they had simply been air-drying oh, in the nude gosh. after showering. Oh, One geez. woman said that the trio had spent the night at the rest area after leaving a local residence due to an altercation. With no <laughs> oh, bathing facilities they opted for al fresco showers on the lawn. A trooper noted that a case of water and a bottle of soap was on the ground next to the suspects. Well, that's proper Before hygiene. The could complete her investigation, however, the trio jumped into their Nissan Sentra and drove off on the highway. Oh, jeez. The car was subsequently tracked to the parking lot of a convenience store that the trio, now apparently clothed, had oh, entered. Oh, man. When a trooper sought to arrest one of the women leaving the store, the driver of the Nissan allegedly tried to strike him with the vehicle. Oh, At crap. That point, Another woman exited the car with a pink baseball bat and approached the trooper, prompting another officer to ram the Nissan. The car drove away, prompting another police chase. After cops deployed stop sticks that deflated the Nissan's right side tires, a pit maneuver brought the chase to a conclusion. When the women refused to exit the auto, a cop broke out a window. The trio, arms interlocked, resisted arrest to the point that each was tasered. 
before being taken into custody. Investigators identified the car's driver as Oasis Shakira McLeod, 18, and the passengers as Jenea McLeod and Cecilia Enrique Young, both 19. The women were charged with fleeing to elude, resisting arrest, aggravated assault, indecent exposure, and marijuana possession. There you go. The younger McLeod was also (sighs) hit with a DUI count. Well, the I guess so. Up in the Pasco County Jail in advance of a court appearance on the felony case. Did they give him a strip search? <laughs> is a Tampa resident. Yeah, yeah. While the McClouds live in Kingston, New York, a city about 90 miles north of New York City. The Nissan, well, driven by the younger McLeod, had New York license plates. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, amazingly enough, you can't completely blame Florida for this one. Well, I'm not this so sure about that. You know, the naked car chase didn't happen in New York. It happened in Florida. I mean, you oh, go there yeah, and things point. get weird. Uh, it's that Bermuda Triangle. It's what? right there. And oh, it's sending on. off some kind of mysterious supernatural vibes. What? Probably because there's a crashed spaceship oh, down at the bottom of the ocean. Friend. Maybe even what? in the Marianas Trench. Oh, hey, please. you think you don't know, but you, I mean, what? you think I don't know, goddammit. Yeah, but no, I, I do. I do. There's some mysterious no. things out there, oh, because how please. do you explain Florida? Come on, now. Come oh, on. I, oh, come on. Well, yeah. you know, you bring some interesting points there, Red, yeah. and I see a future, perhaps, uh-huh. but maybe not story in that uh-huh. one. Yeah. You yeah. mean the naked women? No, no, I just mean Florida being weird. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, hey, it's weird over there. Well, I got to admit that, yes, even I have to... Concede, there's a certain amount of weirdness about Florida, and it's kind of strange. But, you know, I really took notice of it yeah. when they overwhelmingly voted for no, goddamn! Oh, oh, no, well, you didn't! Next and final story, we can determine here that not every bizarre story happens in Florida. It's just Florida seems to have a lot more than most. But anyway, our final story here will take us to Oklahoma. Hopefully there's no sexual exploitation... This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Woman tried to steal a truck in order to flee the undead. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. In a desperate bid to escape a pack of pursuing zombies, an Oklahoma woman tried to steal a delivery truck parked outside a Walmart. According to cops, who nabbed the suspect as she struggled to get the vehicle in gear. Yes, methamphetamine appears to have yielded well, a contributing factor go. to the alleged Case truck closed. Case. Surprisingly, yes, yes. According to a police report, a man called 911 to report that a woman had jumped into his truck, locked the doors, and was attempting to drive away. Damn, the I truck, that carrying sparklets, water bottles, and jugs, was parked outside a Walmart in Sapopa, a Tulsa suburb. Yep. The suspect, identified by cops as Tamanda Billings 27, reportedly told driver Devante Harris that she needed his wheels to flee zombies. Oh, Harris, God. who was delivering an order to Walmart, said that when he asked Billings to get out of his truck, she replied, No, there are zombies after me. But Billings, <laughs> a mother of two young children, had her escape from the undead stymie and she could not oh, get God, the freight slayed. liner truck moving. Cops responding to the 911 call eventually had to break the vehicle's window to remove oh, Billings God from damn. the cab. 
Billings was charged with auto theft, trespass, and receiving stolen property. She was arrested Oop. hours after bonding out of the county jail following an April 6 bust for possession of methamphetamine uh -huh. and drug paraphernalia. Yep. Well, Billings has a lengthy record. Oh, yeah. Includes Convictions in four separate Oklahoma counties for crimes like arson, Jeez. malicious mischief, public Good intoxication, luck. resisting arrest, and disturbing the peace. Uh -huh. Following a 2016 trespass caller, Billings claims that Satan had dropped her off in the neighborhood that well, she that was found that was probably true. I don't like cops. You're all possessed, Billings oh, declared, God. adding, they're coming for us. But cops reported there was nothing worth noting in the general direction she was looking. Well, what do you know? Well, huh. I wish I could blame this on The Walking Dead show because it's crap now, but well, yeah, I can't. No, not really. This Why, I has say, been a that myth, you know. Hey, the white trash really has what? taken to it. Oh, God damn, shut your mouth. Speaking of mouths, though, uh, uh, that mugshot of that girl, she, she you know, you, you clean her up and pretty her up, she wouldn't be that bad of a bang, but I can guarantee you them teeth are long gone. Oh, yeah, it's really terrible what it does. There's no such thing as a pretty meth head spot. But on the other hand, man, what a blowjob she can use. Oh, my God. Oh, that's uh, a really Yeah, uh, okay, I will take a short break and we'll come back. Well, I'll discuss my reviews of Shazam and returning to my regular reviews of Space 1999. Yes. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. I like beer. That's why I drink it. Ain't got nothing better to do. Might as well drink beer. Beer. Say, gang, why not help out the Mr. Nelson Show by hopping on over to my Selfie store at selfie.com slash Nelson, where you can visit the Nelson Theater. Yes, there's plenty of my poor man mystery science theater of crappy old movies just for you. Full movies, $1.75. Short films, 90 cents. It's like watching a movie with me. Such as Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers, Conquer the Universe, Chapter 2. Yes, in Chapter 2, Mean pounce and feels sorry for himself while Flash and his gang go hiking in the mountains. <laughs> what more do you want? Warning. Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. But it also includes inappropriate laugh tracks and cartoon sound effects along with my smart-ass commentary. So what are you waiting for? Head over to selfie.com slash Nelson. That's Nelson. N-A-I-L-S-I-N. Yes, it's just that simple. And you can find Flash Gordon along with all the other goodies for you. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. All right, now on with some reviews. So, I saw Shazam and uh, was very pleased with it. Um, it's not the greatest of the DCEU movies, but then those are few and far between. 
Um, in the ranking, I get Wonder Woman remains at the top as the best film that they put together. Um, I would fit Man of Steel, uh, probably still second after hers, but it has, you know, some pretty damning flaws in it. But uh, overall, uh, a, a pretty good film that I wanted to see a follow up to in a Man of Steel trilogy, not Batman versus Superman. Batman versus Superman Justice League. There was so much interference there. I'm not even going to count them anymore. <laughs> and, uh, Suicide Squad, I guess, falls under that as well. But Suicide Squad remains the absolute worst. And that's even worse than Justice League. But, uh, so Aquaman, I guess, kinda, sorta takes second place, I suppose, or maybe shares second place with, uh, Man of Steel. Because they're both, uh, have some, some flaws there that, and the Aquaman's flaws aren't as serious as Man of Steel in that it was just too much of the dumb humor thrown in on it that kind of dragged the film down, I thought. Uh, but, uh, money wise, it's the big winner. Uh, it outdid uh, Wonder Woman. But, uh, Shazam is the one that follows Aquaman. And now with Shazam, uh, I think Shazam is better than Aquaman, just as story and, and pacing and whatnot. There's still some problems here. Again, the humor is more appropriate for Shazam and the, how this, the whole, the, the mood and tone that they set for the movie. Uh, but it, it gets a little too cheesy here and there. And it's like, all right, come on. <laughs> and so, but I think, uh, now Shazam is, uh, in the second status um, after Wonder Woman, uh, it, I, but, uh, while I was in the theater, <laughs> there was no one else there. Somebody showed up late, but, that was it. and I, oh boy, I don't know. I haven't looked at the numbers, but I, I'm hoping it does well enough to merit a sequel and that they don't just say, well, Aquaman was some strange fluke and we got to move on. But, um, uh, but now this, some aspects of Shazam, Captain Marvel, the real Captain Marvel. And, oh yeah, uh, compared to Captain Marvel, this movie is m magnificent. So, uh, it's, it, it is a solid entertaining film from beginning to end. It doesn't just start off pretty interesting and intriguing and then fizzle. It, it doesn't. Uh, again, the cheesiness towards the ending, but you gotta kind of expect that since this is, uh, more on the humor than on the, uh, the, the scary aspects of it. Because, uh, I, before I went in, I saw someone describe it as, boy, uh, the, the, the trailers are misleading in that it seems like it's all a comedy, but it actually, it, it, that's certainly there, but it ends up looking more like a horror movie. And I was like, ah, oh, really? Well, there's some elements there, but a horror movie? I, not so much. I mean, the Dr. Savannah moments, uh, has this, uh, spooky business where you deal with the seven deadly sins, uh, manifested as these demonic creatures. And, uh, they're very monstrous and, and evil looking and all that. And they do evil things. I mean, the most horrific scene is, uh, Savannah, uh, goes to his father's business and, uh, well, uh, murders his brother, just throws him out a window. <laughs> <laughs> and uh leaves his father to be killed by one of the demons uh and so that was about as horrific as it gets uh which is pretty horrific <laughs> and then there's the the eerie spookiness of the rock of eternity where they go through it and they're being chased by savannah and his monsters and all that and so yeah there's elements uh, uh, of scariness there uh, but the, the comedy really dominates the film. So I wouldn't say the, the, the trailers were totally misleading. Uh, they just didn't give away, uh, what the menace was. They show you Servana in some of those, uh, uh, 
the trailers and all that. But, you know, so uh, again, with uh, superhero movies, it's not typically a direct uh, adaption of the story. And by the time we've gotten to Captain Shazam, um, he's gone through so many changes. And this is the latest uh, version of him after the DC Comics did their new 52 where they rebooted him. And they've added more than just uh, Freddy and Mary as members of his Captain Marvel family, which is what they established in the original Captain Marvel series back in the 40s. And I don't know if they're going to go with the story that Mary is actually Billy's long-lost sister. Uh, here, the story, they show his parents, uh, his father's in prison. <laughs> his mother was pretty much a deadbeat uh, teenager who just leaves him at a carnival. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Uh, and the real story that I remember, his parents had died, and he, he was left in the care of a, uh, of a nasty uncle who didn't care about him and kind of just left him on the street. Uh, when later on, they did versions of the story where it was revealed uh, that the uh, mysterious stranger actually takes him to see the wizard, and later they revealed the mysterious stranger was the ghost of his father. They also showed that uh, the father... Uh, when Billy turns into Captain Marvel, the, uh, Captain Marvel looks like Billy's father and Mary looked like the mother. Now, Mary and Freddie weren't always in the early versions. They didn't transform into adult versions of themselves. They stayed pretty much like they looked, which kind of <laughs> not much of a secret identity there. Although pretty early on within Captain Marvel, the villains, I don't know about the rest of the people, but the villains all knew uh, who these guys really were uh, pretty early on. They figured out the, the secret identity. So uh, uh, that's nothing new here. Uh, so of course, Savannah figures out Billy is uh, uh, Shazam and or well, <laughs> Shazam is the wizard who, who dies early on and Shazam. Uh, the story there is also taken from the new 52 version, but it sticks with the original story. Shazam is looking for a champion for his cause. And I think later on they wrote it in that he was still alive and he would show up in other versions of it. Uh, but from the original story, uh, he dies right at the beginning there where after Billy uh, gets the powers and becomes Captain Marvel, uh, this big rock hanging over his head just collapses and flattens him. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it for him. And here he fades away into dust because he knows his time's over and he's desperately searching for a champion. And here, uh, which deviates somewhat, I think, as I recall from the New 52 version, where young Savannah, when he's a little boy, is actually one of the people that the wizard's looking for. But he fails the test. He gives in pretty quickly to the seven deadly sins. And so he gets booted out of the rock of eternity. And by the time uh, Shazam reaches Billy, he's pretty much out of uh, out of options. And Billy's is, uh, well, you're just going to have to do. Billy uh, saves Freddy from some bullies. And so he figures, okay, good enough. And he gives him the power because he's dying. It's over. He has He's got to do it. And so Billy ends up with uh, the Shazam powers. And then the comedy ensues from there. Of course, they borrow from Big, and uh, that's all very true. Of course, Big remains the more superior film here, but nevertheless, there's nods to it. Yeah, that's kind of what we're doing here. And uh, a lot of it reminded me of America's Greatest Hero with William Catt in the 80s, that show, because he has difficulty learning his powers and whatnot. And all that, it's all very well rounded and stuff. And it also acknowledges the shared universe. There was a lot of talk that the shared universe would be abandoned. And we w wouldn't hear from that anymore because it's going to be standalone movies. Well, they're standalone movies, but they're within the shared universe, which I would argue is how Marvel originally approached it. So this idea that they're abandoning copying Marvel, <laughs> no, now you're copying Marvel. 
<laughs> Their previous uh, uh, way of tackling it was to do it ass backwards. <laughs> So, and yes, I still want to see the Snyder Cut, and there's some latest, more serious news that that might actually happen, so that's interesting, and I'll have to talk about that uh, at a later date. But anyway, so Shazam uh, delivers, I think, uh, obviously, I don't think it's going to perform as well as Aquaman, and it hasn't so far, I don't think, Uh, but but, that's too bad, because uh, I think overall, as a solid uh, film, uh, works better than Aquaman, but you know, there you go. And I still hold that Wonder Woman is the better movie, but, and it was profitable, but it was not the stellar success, uh, financially that Aquaman was, but there you go. So for Shazam, the real Captain Marvel, (laughs) uh, I'm going to give it four solid stars out of five, uh, because you know, there's deviations here and there that I think, uh, uh, have to acknowledge, that uh, a bit problematic, but overall, uh, okay. I, I, the kid versions of the team, cause he eventually gives the powers to his rest of his foster family and they all, and that's part of 52 as well. So you have new uh, members of the Marvel family or Shazam family rather. And uh, in the comics, I kind of got irritated with the, the, the younger girl, but here uh, she does very well. So it's a nice young little actress there. And then her adult version is not bad either. And probably, probably one of the better ones of the new group that they have. Uh, and so, uh, and so on and so forth. So there you go. It all works out four out of five stars for Shazam. Now getting back to another segment I was doing, I finally got back to watching space 1999, uh, still more, uh, not as irritating as, uh, Star Trek discovery. Their most recent episode was, just a waste of time it was god awful just crying and it was just a filler episode but without any filler (laughs) so who cares face 1999 this episode was called black sun and it wasn't really that good (laughs) so i for i don't know if this was a british thing at the time or what but basically they encounter a black hole but they keep calling it black sun uh, which was actually a symbol for like a, a Nazi group and stuff like that. But it was also, I think, the order from the Flash Gordon or something. But anyway, the Black Sun, and they can't escape its gravitational pull, and they're going into it, and they're losing power, and they they, they, they accept that they're going to die. They can't escape the Black uh, Sun. <laughs> and uh, so they kind of just have to accept that they're going to die. So there, there's some interesting performances there, and what are you going to do when you know it's over? And then he uh, initially decides only one uh, shuttle eagle can leave, so he appoints a certain amount, including his uh, love interest, played by Barbara Bain, uh, Martin Landau's real-life wife. <laughs> and they go to live on, and then they uh, the, the, the moon, which is the dumbest part of the premise of the show, <laughs> goes into the black hole, and then, oh, it's a mystical journey and stuff, and they encounter some all-powerful entity that they suspect may, might be God, they don't know, and then they kind of rip try, try to rip off 2001, where uh, uh, the doctor, or the, uh, what's his name? Oh, damn, I'm forgetting. Uh, you know, anyway, the guy always hangs around Morse. I mean, uh, the actor's name is Morse, but I can't remember Landau. But anyway, uh, they suddenly age and stuff like they're seeing patterns of their life or being shown it or whatever. Who knows what it really means? And they communicate with this entity and all it wanted to do was, was look at them, <laughs> study them or whatever. And they come out the other end. It, it, it brings back the shuttle and everything's fine. <laughs> and they're back on tune in next week. <laughs> so 
uh, yeah, it's a, a dumb show still, but I don't know. I, I, I don't have a problem with it as much now that I'm seeing Star Trek Discovery. It just, uh, the, the, the shows, the mediocre uh, shows that thing makes look excellent is, is an incredible achievement. <laughs> uh but anyway there you go space 1999 black sun yes i have seen obviously the new trailer for star wars now the title to be known as the rise of skywalker uh well, what can we draw from that will we be revealed that ray is indeed a skywalker Perhaps, I don't know. Uh, we know that, uh, Kylo is a Skywalker. He's Han and Leia's son. Uh, perhaps that'll be there. We don't really get a whole lot there. We know there'll be, it looks like another duel between Kylo and, uh, Rey. Uh, she still looks the same. They won't change her outfit. Luke got different outfits than all the others do, they did, but I don't know. And, um, uh, and of course, all oh, the mysterious appearance of the, the Emperor's laugh is if the Emperor is alive again, or perhaps, uh, his ghost will appear, or perhaps there's been a lot of rumors about the usage of, uh, flashbacks again. And something like that, or perhaps Force Visions, and maybe he'll appear in that. But uh, the, the trailer in and of itself is not bad per se, but it's not that great. It doesn't really give you a whole lot. And after what Last Jedi did, it I don't know what, if anything, could. The odd thing about this is that the initial trailer for Last Jedi, even now, looks fantastic. And it looks like, God, I want to see this movie. It's Oh, man, it looks exciting. And it's a complete lie. <laughs> And so, but maybe that, that this trailer is actually kind of lackluster and doesn't, I don't know what this is and might be a good sign. <laughs> I don't know. It's an uphill battle. Uh, there's a lot of criticism for JJ Abrams these days and some of it, quite a bit of it actually, uh, warranted. But here, uh, I kind of just feel sorry for him because, uh, boy, that last movie left him and I, I don't know what he can do. So. And they've already said there's going to be a hiatus after this one for the Star Wars films because uh, Last Jedi was, an, was a hydrogen bomb to the franchise. And there's so many lessons there, but I'm not really seeing very many people learn from them. So there you go. Thank you for listening. We'll do it again next Saturday. Uh, no longer doing Wednesday shows, but that's the way it goes. And, uh, yeah, we'll do another one Saturday. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. Did you want some? Shut up! Uh-huh. Shut up! Yeah. Damn it! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>